it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <sighs> WrestleMania, less than three weeks away. 19 days from this recording. <sighs> Things are starting to shape up. We've passed by fast lane, and it's just getting better. We had a whole bunch of matches confirmed for tonight including one that I'm very much looking forward to. And if any of you guys have been following us on Twitter, which you should at media underscore Bedlam, you know which feud I am talking about. Randy Orton versus The Fiend. It's an all-out war. And... Part of me is sad that it's going to end in three less than three weeks. So I know uh, my buddy Sam over at Know the Ropes is hoping for a big win for his boy. But I don't know. We got three weeks. Plenty of trash talk, I'm sure, we will be thrown. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited about it. So... Let's get right into it. Raw was pretty good tonight. Kind of dried a little at some spots, but the last the, the last hour actually moved by pretty quickly. Uh, I was pretty happy with that. I actually didn't realize that the uh, the main event segment, um, which contained The Fiend and Randy, was actually the main event. I was just so locked into the show, I wasn't even paying attention to the clock. So that's that's when you know they're actually doing a good job. Because that third hour is normally pretty slow. But I uh it had my attention tonight, so that's a that's a that's a good sign. Let's hope that continues. Um I know the build going into mania is is always normally really good, so let's hope that continues this year. But we start off the night hot. WWE or the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley taking on Sheamus, after his hard-fought match with Drew McIntyre, and this was a good match. Um, however, some interesting developments have started. It looks like Shelton 
and Cedric kind of gone into quote unquote business for themselves. Um, trying to get involved in the master with Sheamus. MVP and Bobby both clearly confused as to why they're doing it. Um, they tried on multiple occasions to try to distract Sheamus. Um, and while Lashley was able to get the victory uh, via the Hurt Lock, it looked kind of bad for the champ. Um, when I first saw it, I was like, why is Lashley needing you know help for this? He should be able to take on you know, Seamus all by himself and and whatnot. But you find out a little bit later that it was pretty embarrassing. Um, that both, first of all, that Shelton and Cedric think that Bobby needed help. Number one, number two, that they lost the Raw Tag Team titles last week. And um, it was pretty much, you know, don't embarrass the almighty WWE champion. So the boys need to find themselves something to do to get back into Bobby and MVP's good graces. So we'll kind of lead it from that. After that, we jumped right into another match of women's action as the Raw Women's Champion Asuka take, uh, took on Peyton Royce. After Peyton's raw talk, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's it's pretty it's pretty powerful. Um, I love the fact that these wrestlers are, are actually able to have the mic and are able to speak, you know, speak from the heart, and you know, kind of get a little bit of their frustrations out, you know, for either not being used properly or you know, not giving the shots they think they deserve. And no matter what it is. So she had her mask with Asuka. Um, she looked phenomenal, as always. Um, I've always been a big fan of hers. Um, she did come up a little bit short, unfortunately. Uh, Asuka was able to win the match. But like I said, Peyton still looked real good. So hopefully that's just part of you know new things to come. However, after the match was over... We finally got the debut of Rhea Ripley. Officially now on the Raw roster. And she she's not waiting. She gets in the ring, confronts Asuka, talks about how Charlotte uh, originally had challenged for the championship, but now she's out of the picture. Because unfortunately, Charlotte Flair has uh, tested positive for COVID and she is now at home resting. Um, from what I saw on Twitter, looks like she has four more days before she's fully cleared. Um, so, you know, wishing for a speed recovery. And with only four more days, that's that's a good sign. So we'll see what happens going forward. But as of right now, it's Ripley versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship because Asuka is not going to turn down a fight. And uh, she had her patented uh, You're Not Ready for Asuka bit for Rhea. And this match is going to be something special. Will Charlotte find her way into the match? Who knows? We'll see. Um, also, uh, a bit of news. Uh, I'm sure that everybody has seen it by now. But in case you haven't, 
Andrade was given his release from WWE, and he apparently has a no. Uh, he does not have the no compete clause attached to his uh, his former contract. So he, he may show up anywhere at any time. A lot of people immediately said, "Oh, go to AEW as you know as uh, Asombra, which is you know he he actually owns the rights to that name. Will he go back under a mask? Who knows." Will he stay as is? Who knows? Personally, I I have no problem with him doing either or. I think it's cool. I love the whole luchador thing. Um, but I'm so used to him without the mask now. And, you know, I'm a, a heterosexual male. I will say the man is very, very handsome. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like it, he needs to go back under a mask. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Will he show up on AEW? Will Selena Vega? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, will Vega show up with him? You know, uh, who knows? Will he just show up by himself? I've seen things about LAX thrown around, and oh, man, there's so many. There's so much potential now. So we'll see what happens. Um, so obviously, wishing all the best to um, Andrade, and yeah, big things, big things. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some big stuff coming. So, after that segment ends, we'll go back to the show. <laughs> uh, we end up having a two-on-one handicap match made for later tonight. Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander want to take out Drew McIntyre. Um, Adam Pierce was not going to have the match first, but he wanted to talk to Drew about it before he denied the request. Drew said, no, 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 that's fine. I, I'll take them both on, but let's do it for a, uh, for a stipulation. If, if I win, uh, both of them are banned from ringside. So there's your stipulation for later tonight. Two-on-one handicap match. Drew wins. Both Sheldon and Cedric are barred from ringside when it comes to WrestleMania. After that, we had an, another episode of Miz TV. Um, Miz and Morrison have a new diss track <laughs> coming out next week. Uh, it's called the Hey Hey Hop Hop. Um, they showed us a clip of it, and these men, these grown men, hopping around in bunny suits. And I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's I'm sure that's gonna be interesting to see. Um, but after that. Um, he issues a challenge to Big Bunny uh, for a match at WrestleMania, which is something I knew was coming. I didn't think it'd be a singles match. I thought it would be a tag match, um, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, but first, Miz had to go through Jeff Hardy, and shockingly, he pins clean. He pins clean. He pins Jeff clean. Beats him clean. No, doesn't cheat or nothing. He even sends back. He sends Morrison to the back before the match even starts. So that was that was pretty shocking. Not gonna lie. Uh, but unfortunately, Miz did not get too much time to celebrate as Bad Bunny came into the ring and hit him in the back with his own guitar shot. That sent shockwaves through <laughs> through all the 
internet wrestling community. Um, it even got uh, Jeff Jarrett's attention, which uh, I thought was pretty hilarious. So Bad Bunny does accept. We have our match at WrestleMania. Up next was another excellent bout. AJ Styles and Kofi Kingston. I love the bit before this where New Day just railed on AJ for, for a good five, ten minutes. And just, I can't help it. I just love the shit so much. Um, showing that, you know, AJ and Omos are not a team. Uh, they started asking random questions about, like, you know, what is almost his favorite color, you know, favorite ice cream, and favorite wrestler of all time, and AJ got every answer wrong. It was fantastic. And <laughs> um, But even with all this, we're still going to have a match, and this match was outstanding as well. It's just these are two – cagey veterans that are just amazing in the ring and they have been for years and at one time or not you know both Omos and Xavier Woods kind of getting involved got to the end of the match and AJ looks like he was about ready to hit the phenomenal forearm and Xavier Woods starts playing Francesca number two causes AJ to get distracted. And then once he regains himself, he goes in for the phenomenal forearm. But Kofi catches him, drops him, and gets the pin. So <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that tag title match as well. Um, I have a feeling I know what's going to happen. But even still, it's it's nice to see that they can enjoy their time before the matches happen. Uh, and then WWE decided to give me almost give me a heart attack because they flashed me back to the '90s with the uh, an old NWO segment where it would be like the following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. And I was a big WCW guy back in the day, and when that hit. Like, I almost dropped my phone. I'm like, what's going on? And it's just, they started showing, like, old NWO clips, and I'm just, like, freaking out because I'm like, are they coming back? What's going on? Because, you know, I'll be honest. Um, I Back when Hogan, Nash, and Hall both came, when they all three came back to WWE and Vince himself had brought the NWO back or brought them to WWE to effectively kill his own business, inject them with a lethal, a lethal dose of poison. And it's just... It left a terrible taste in my mouth because I love the NWO in WCW. Yes, I know, with all the nonsense that happened, but just the whole concept of it was just so well done in the, in the late 90s. And I just wanted it to be a sliver of that in WWE. And obviously, clearly that did not happen. And then they teased us, you know, two years ago with Bray Wyatt and John Cena in their cinematic match and having Cena come out as the leader of the new NWO and just, just, they keep doing this to me. And it, and it pulls at my soul. 
because I just want them to be able to pull off a fantastic faction like that again. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen because I don't know that WCW caught match caught, you know, lighting in a bottle with that and having Hogan be that third man, just nobody expected it. It was just absolutely insane. And they ran with it for quite a while and they did great things, but I'm going to get off my soapbox now because you guys can come here to listen to me talk about the NWO. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, Kofi gets the win over AJ. And we move on. <clears throat> then we had a, a fun little interview in the back. Um, interview Seamus about what had happened earlier in the night after you know, getting beaten by Bobby, getting attacked by Cedric, and... Um, Shelton having Drew come down afterwards to help him out, try to you know chase off the, the other two guys. You know, Sheamus. They asked him about how he felt about it, and Sheamus like he's like respect. He's like something that this world needs a lot more of. And I'm just like, Amen, brother. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But of course, <laughs> these segments. Lately, have all been interrupted by Riddle, and this one was no different. However, this one was quite hilarious. Um, Sheamus stops him, asks him what the hell he's doing, then starts talking about his scooter, takes the scooter, and then rams it into Riddle's gut. Riddle falls to the floor and just kind of looks up and goes, something I said, bro? And I couldn't help it. I was just started la- just started dying laughing. Uh, <laughs> you know, some of these Riddle segments have been gold, like this one. And then others, like the one with Nakamura on Friday, was just awkward. It just it didn't work. But it is what it is. They're trying something. I mean, it's Riddle. This is what he. This is what he does. So we'll see. So, anyways, we we move on. And I'm sorry, I said it was Friday. That happened on the pay per view because Shitskate's on SmackDown and <laughs> Riddle's on Raw. So clearly, that was for Fastlane. So moving on from that, we then had our two on one handicap match, like I was talking about earlier. Uh, Sean Benjamin, some Shelton Benjamin. And Cedric Alexander taking on Drew McIntyre. And it was a pretty good match, obviously. I mean, all three of these guys are, are superstar caliber, megastar caliber wrestlers. And the finish to this match was outstanding. Drew hit this Claymore on first on Shelton to knock him out of the ring. And then hits one on Cedric. Hits the man so hard. I think he hit him back to 205 Live. <laughs> The man is once again the soul of 205 Live. <laughs> Just, oh my goodness gracious. It was, uh, yeah. It, it turned the man inside out. And that was it. Drew gets the one, two, three. Shelt, uh, Cedric and Shelton now barred from ringside. And clearly, after that, Bobby and MVP not happy about this. So now. Something very telling about our almighty WWE champion. 
he goes into the locker room where a whole bunch of superstars are back there just just chatting. And lastly says, if any of you are able to take out Drew McIntyre before WrestleMania, you'll get a shot at the WWE Championship. Left the whole locker room like, whoa. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, we got, you know, we got three weeks or two weeks, 19, 18 days left. Plenty of time for people to start doing stuff over the next couple of weeks. So we'll see. See who starts to attack Drew. Then after that, we had some women's tag team action. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke taking on Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and the flipping Reginald. So the match was what it was. Reginald, of course, getting involved once again, causing Mandy and Dana to to not win. Um, So kind of confused as to where we're going with the whole Reginald thing now that Sasha and Sasha and Bianca are having their match. So I'm not sure if he's just going to be there to kind of help Shayna and Nia retain the titles, but work tonight. <laughs> uh, after that, we then had our rematch from last night, and I even mentioned it, I believe, on, on my Fastlane post-show match that this match should have only been on Raw. It was Braun and Elias yet again. With uh, Braun getting the victory, um, but during this part, uh, you know, I'm sure as those of us who have watched Braun matches know that at some point he gets out of the ring, does his run around the ring, and knocks people over. Well, tonight they added a new wrinkle to this, boys and girls. They added train sounds. Like legitimate train sounds to Braun starting to run around the ring. I feel like I lost brain cells. Like, I get it. They're trying to be funny. They're trying to be cute. But the man's a monster. Why? 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 I don't understand. Whatever. I'm not going to get too upset about this. <laughs> Braun gets the win. Shane attacks him after the match is over. Braun, before he can get his hands on him, Shane runs away like the, you know, <laughs> like the Roadrunner. No crotch, no nothing. It's a miracle. Shane's knee has been repaired, a.k.a. he was never injured in the first place. So Braun then says enough is enough. Challenges him to a match at WrestleMania. Shane accepts. Now we found out a little bit about our night ones and twos. We'll have Drew versus Lashley, Sasha versus Bianca, and Bad Bunny versus The Miz all on night one. And then the other match they mentioned about night two will be Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. So I'm assuming that is your full main event for WrestleMania Night 2. Um, they also do announce that The Fiend and, and Randy Orton at the end of the night will also be on Sunday. So those are the five matches that they've announced so far. 
I'm sure there's going to be plenty more because there needs to be. <laughs> uh, but then we went to our main event, and this is where the fun starts for me, especially. Um, maybe my friend Sam, not so much, but <laughs> um, Randy comes out to the ring with this mysterious object, um, slides into the ring, then. Miss Bliss's music starts. She comes out with her little box. It's Jack in the Box. She plays the song, and there it comes. Pops right out, and then all of a sudden, the lights start going dim. And then we get the fire pyro from the corners of the ring posts. And I'm like, oh, Kane's back. Oh, wait, no, just kidding. Don't, just kidding. He's running for re-election for mayor, so he doesn't have the time right now. So that's fine. So... Nope, it's The Fiend. And so The Fiend's just standing there. Randy, of course, looks like he just seen a ghost because, you know, he lit this son of a bitch on fire three months ago. But he's back. So Randy goes to this object, whatever it is that's covered up. He uncovers it, and it's a gas can. I'm like, oh, they're going to light this mother on fire yet again. So Randy takes him. Starts so throwing some, you know, throwing the gasoline on him. Bray's just standing there, not moving, not doing anything. Brandy, you know, douses him pretty good, goes to get a match, and then instead just drops him with an RKO. Okay. Then Alexa decides that she wants to get bold. <laughs> Starts getting into the ring. Randy pretty much stops her dead in her tracks. This, this allows the Fiend to get up. Fiend then attacks Randy, drops him with his sister Abigail, and then Miss Bliss does the point that we've been seeing so much of since the Rumble towards the WrestleMania sign. Fire Pyro starts, Braze music hits, and then we get the announcement that their match will be happening on Sunday. Now, for this match... I want WWE to bring back an old favorite of mine. It's only happened a few times. It's called the three stages of hell match. It's three different match types, each getting worse and worse as they go on. Winner obviously wins the whole thing. Now, this feud has been going on for the better part of six months now, I believe, if not longer. And this is going to be the big blow off. Who's going to win? I honestly don't know. I I expected that he would make his, that the Fiend would make his grand return. Last night at Fastlane, I think it would be the perfect time for it. But the way they're kind of spinning it now, I don't see how Randy can actually lose this. And that bothers me. For, for reasons that some of you, I'm sure, know. But I don't know. We'll see how the next few weeks pan out. If Randy starts to get any type of offense in um, that makes him look on top. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm looking forward to this. Looking forward to both nights of WrestleMania. They're always a good time. Of course, earlier in the week, we have the um, the Hall of Fame ceremony. 
combining both 2020 and 2021. I've, I've heard that they've pulled Batista from this, meaning they want to wait until it's a full crowd before they put him in. So maybe he'll go in in 2022. That's fine. I don't care. That I would love to see that because I'll be there for that probably. So we'll see. So there's that. And then there's NXT for two nights on Wednesday and Thursday. You get SmackDown on that Friday, and then WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday. And then Raw the next Monday after WrestleMania is always a huge night. So it's coming, guys. WrestleMania season is here. We are in the thick of it, and I can't wait for it to happen. So thank you guys so much for listening tonight. Appreciate you, as always, for being here. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube as Bedlam Media, and on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find me pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream, and you can find this podcast on pretty much every podcast platform that's out there. If, if you're on a platform that we're not a part of, please let us know any way you possibly can. Um, and we'll try to add ourselves onto it so that way you can do all your one-stop shopping. And, hey, who doesn't love a little bedlam in their day? Also, for those of you who do follow us on any platform, if you can, please leave us a review. Give us a, a rating on a star level. You know, uh, I know with uh, Apple Podcasts, they have a one through five star. Just let us know. Let us know what you guys think. If you think we're, we're terrible or, you know, if you think we're fantastic any any feedback would be would be very appreciative. So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm excited to see what happens on Friday and going forward. Um, I believe we're gonna be having a new Supergross radio episode dropping this Wednesday. Uh, Sam and I will be back at it on Thursday for our above the ring to drop Friday. Then SmackDown study on Saturday, and then we're just, we're, we're going. So thank you guys again. And most importantly, above all else, don't forget to join the Bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.